Hey, have you heard about Anchor? You probably haven't heard about Anchor yet, so let me tell you about it. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. You probably hear other people talk about how they make podcasts. If they say it's easy, they're crazy. All of their methods are really hard and complicated, but Anchor, super simple. First off, it's free. They have creation tools that let you make the podcast right from your phone. You don't even need a computer. This is 2019. Who uses computers anymore? Anchor distributes your podcast on all the other platforms. No need to go do all that complicated searching and hosting and posting. Hosting and posting. They do it for you. You can also make money from your podcast. Well, I mean, that's what I'm doing right now because you're listening to this ad. They've got everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. No need to search around all over the place. No need to go to 20 different sites. Just one. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Bet you thought I was going to sing right here, didn't you? Are you looking for the hottest news out of the obstacle racing scene? Want to stay up to date on the freshest info, the latest podiums, and hear interviews with the who's who in OCR? Well, you've come to the wrong place. Well, some of that you'll find here. But we're not the media. This is not ORM, OCM, OCRM, ORCM. This is OCR Talk. Hello, my name is Jason Dupree. And this is Anna Landry. And this is episode number 40 of OCR Talk, Big 4-0. Big 4-0. Took two... And a half years to get here? Is that how yeah. long it's been? Is that how long it's been? No. I think so. Or really? is it? Are we in the second year? We're in the second year. I think year we're and a half. in the second year. Yeah. A year and a half. That sounds better. Which, if we were Mike and Caitlin, we would only be at a little less than a year. Right. Since they do one every week. Right. But speaking of which, it's been a moment since we've recorded it all. Yeah. It's been like a little over a month, I want to say. Yeah, uh, news has been, from the OCR world, has kind of been racking up, but uh, we've yeah. just had a little bit of life going on, so we just haven't made the time for it. Right? Responsibilities and things. Yeah, so the sad, the sad realization of what we want out of this versus <laughs> what we can reality. get out of it. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, the also the, the wants of everything else. I, I've always been the kind of person who I, I've just got a lot of things that I want to do. Like I want to do everything pretty much. And right. Me too. So when I make a funny video at work and it gets me a little <laughs> excited about video editing and then I go buy a green screen and start playing around with my kids and like tell my kids to start writing a story <laughs> so that we can make a little movie. <laughs> Sometimes that stuff gets in the way. <laughs> Get distracted by life and other things. Yeah. I, um, whenever I took this job that I got here in Colorado, I did not know I was going to be taking over a department. So oh. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Getting used to managerial things and such. And that kind of pushed me to um, go finish my master's that I started like two years ago. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit. <sighs> Well, I, you know, I've talked before about how I've cut my racing down to a more closer to 12 times a year, you know, so once a month. 
And yeah. now, now I'm looking at it, I'm like, how in the heck was O'Race? <laughs> I know. I know, right? Like I feel like I feel like with everything, I'm just as busy, even only racing like maybe once a month. Yeah. And really I haven't even been racing once a month because I've had to cancel things and rearrange things and so it's been crazy. No wonder my family members are always like, Where's Jason traveling to now? Right. Well, now I'm <laughs> been home for a minute, so it's it's okay. <laughs> Speaking of which the last last race I did was shoot, now I'm forgetting. Dang it. Wait, what am I? So we're in, we're in September in so August. So was the last race. Did you do? Oh, so yeah. was your last race? Or, uh, Noram. Noram? Yeah. Wow. Which feels like an eternity ago now, right? That's crazy. Yeah, right? It, it didn't feel like it was just last month. But then again, we are like closing in on the end of September. So yeah. And coming up this weekend is toughest. What? Have you been getting your long runs in? Yes. <laughs> Did that sound convincing enough? No, yeah, I have. I have. It It makes it hard on the weekends to like get it in on the weekends because most weekends I'm in town, I'm on call, and my pagers don't get service in the mountains. <laughs> so mm. I have, I'm either restricted to like running mostly in the city or running mostly close to my house or things like that, or yeah. just like on the treadmill. So I have to get creative with it because. My hospital hasn't stepped out of the 90s, and we still have pagers for call. <laughs> so, <laughs> but working on changing that. But anyway, um, yeah, so pretty much whenever I'm off, like this morning, I'm off today, and I was on call all weekend. I, I went straight to the gym and got in a pretty long workout. Um, not too not too much, though, because I didn't want to – I didn't want to – I don't know, go at it too hard with the toughest being this weekend. So Right. Yeah, it's taper time. I actually yeah. went this past weekend to Five O Fitness Ranch, which is uh it's a guy, uh, Mark Owen, he does a lot of Spartans. He's an older guy, has a nice piece of property, and he's made a five mile loop around his property with obstacles. And he's had it for a couple of years nice. now. And he's had a, a couple of races. This thing he did this past weekend was a team challenge. So he actually had I don't know who all came, but I know there was a good sized group of CrossFitters that came out to do this. And nice. it was funny. I went to be a judge because I'd seen he had posted asking for judges to follow, basically like be a runner with a group. And it sounded like fun while not pushing myself too hard. So I ran with them. And like while we were running, I said, so what convinced you guys to come out here and do five miles? <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, so-and-so, you know, said come yeah. out and do this challenge. But they, so they were they were struggling with the run, but uh, but they did it. And they had some cool challenges, cool team challenges, different things like carrying things all together. The tri- Like the tire pull, they had mm-hmm. a very big tire, so it took multiple people to pull that thing. Nice. One of the more unique obstacles was called the cannibal carry and it was like think of the way you see you know when people get captured by natives in movies and they're carried <laughs> on a post tied up to yeah. it you know hanging from yeah. it it was just like that <laughs> so you, you had to carry one person through this loop like that oh wow That's so awesome. it, was, it was pretty unique and i think everybody cool. enjoyed it and so i got five miles in just running with them nice and easy. And then I went to go do another lap afterwards and was doing obstacles and everything. And the heat just got to me. I was like, man, crap on this. I'm yeah. not going to destroy myself for next weekend. 
Because it really was. I mean, it was by 1030, it was 95 degrees. Oh, geez. I'm so glad we're running at night. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I know. We'll be lucky if it gets down to 70. Uh, it's like the high today. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so let's see. I haven't checked the weather in a bit. Let's see what it's going to be. 10-day forecast. Here we go. Thursday, scattered sh- thunderstorms. Friday, scattered thunderstorms. Of course, because it wouldn't be a Texas OCR without rain, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the positive thing about that is that the the rain is going to bring the temperatures down just a bit. Sweet, but not enough to bring a wetsuit. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Saturday, no rain. Nothing light. 89 to 71 is the oh gosh. highs and lows. Same thing on Sunday, 89 to 71. So that's probably about what we're going to expect. Yeah, Sunday night. Down in the 70s by, what, maybe 3 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> yeah. Down to, to <laughs> 71. Just before the sun comes up. <laughs> <laughs> so last year in Tuffa South, it was earlier in the year, you know, just before summer hit. And I think it got down to, what, like maybe 56? Yeah. I mean, it really didn't get that chilly. But then we were in Austin, too. Yeah, but that 56 degrees at night while yeah. we were running was just enough to feel a little chilly. Nice. Yeah. It was so it's like perfect running weather. Yeah. So I was I was just looking at our notes and I totally read something wrong. What, what's <laughs> and that? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was reading the Facebook recommendation and I instead of engaged, I read enraged. <laughs> Like, why is this person so angry? This podcast keeps me enraged all the time. Perfect. That's exactly what I'm going for. Uh, well, let's. We're gonna have a lot more tough mutter to talk about. So let's read that Facebook recommendation real quick. Pretty nice rec- uh, recommendation by a guy uh, who's been doing some some YouTube videos. So he's like kind of getting into carrying a. a GoPro with him on course and making videos cool. at, at races. Casey Casey McDonald. You connected with him on Discord? Because you've been like way more engaged on Discord than I have. No, actually on just he hit me up on Facebook. Oh, nice. Okay. So you keep up way better on the Discord than I do. I, I'll, I'll pop in every once in a while just to like get caught up on stuff and then I'll close it out. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I've done as well lately. Yeah. Like I said, uh, just a lot of, lot of life. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll definitely stay in there and just see what's going on. I haven't been talking in it as much, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Casey McDonald, he hit me up on Facebook and his YouTube channel is called Casey McDonald, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it. So if you just look up Casey McDonald on YouTube, you'll yeah, you'll see his videos that he's made. So he's been doing a pretty good job with those. Those are always fun. Just like check out a, a maybe a race that you either were at or were interested in. Interesting. This race, they pass somebody in a Gumby outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> so after he left that recommendation, he reached out to me. and was just like, hey, just want to see if you don't mind mentioning me and I'll mention you on mine. And uh, so just passing some some love his way and go check him out and awesome. check out the videos he's doing. He doesn't have a lot yet. I think he just started not too long ago, so he's grown nice. his, his video library. But he said, highly recommend because they talk about everything OCR. I've tried many other, quote, OCR podcasts, but end up feeling bored. This keeps me engaged and not not enraged and ready for the next episode. <laughs> Currently, I'm working my way through from the beginning. Love what I'm hearing. Keep it up. 
So appreciate awesome. that, Casey. Go check out his videos and I like to hear what he says after he listens to the April Fool's episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that one will make him truly enraged. I don't know. <laughs> now before we get into OCR discussions, the previous giveaway for the the tank, the summer tank, went to Sophia Spartan. Sophia Hennedy. What was yeah. her full name? I forget. Sophia Spartan. Yeah. Yeah. And she actually, it's funny because I had thrown out there, I think on the Discord maybe, and asked, I said, hey, I got a, an OCR talk small left, a shirt, a t-shirt. And mm-hmm. it asked if anybody wanted it. And she did. And it took me nice. forever to get it to her. So when I had, <laughs> when she won this giveaway and I was, got that shirt out to her, I was like, well, let me go ahead and take care of this and actually get the, <laughs> the t-shirt to her. So she got two shirts out of this deal. Cool. Which is pretty sweet. Bonus. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I know she's got them, but uh, maybe I'm, unless I missed it. I'll have to double check. I was really curious what that, that tank top looked like. But the giveaway this time is a little something not from our, our little website that we've been using, our merch website. Instead, we're doing bib boards, which if anybody has, if you've never heard of them before, a bib board is particular brand that makes these things that uh, snap your bibs onto your clothes without using a pin. It's just a little like front and back clipper. And so it kind of pushes the material through a little hole. So it makes a little indention, but it's not anything that won't like rub out or, you know, it's not going to put a hole in your clothes and they work really well. April got me some long time ago from a company called running buddy, which I don't think they make them anymore now, but I found a company bib boards that you can, Put your own design on it. So I put OCR Talk on some. Awesome. Got a couple uh, sets and one I'll probably use for myself, uh, but the other one I wanted to give away. So that's nice. going to be the next giveaway. Some bib boards. Have you ever used or seen those before? I have not. No, but I always, whenever I do a race and they're handing out the safety pins, I always think of, man, it would be super nice if I had something to hold my bib where I didn't have to like poke a hole in my clothes. <laughs> yeah, I love them. And, and they've rarely come off. Like I've, I'm pretty sure yeah. out of using them for a couple of years now, I've lost one and I've bought oh, more wow. sets and I've yeah. only lost one individual thing. Usually the bib will rip off of the thing before the the actual holder will pop off your clothes. Huh, nice. So yeah, I've been really pleased with them. So go check them out and, and enter the giveaway by what? Oh. <laughs> I was waiting for you to give a suggestion. Um, <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> um, ooh. I want to, whoever guesses the total combined laps this weekend of me and you. Nice. There we go. I like it. Creative. Yeah. No, that's cool. See what I get. You see what happens when I get to exercise in the morning? (laughs) Get all the creative juices flowing. Yeah. So total combined laps. Between me and Jason. Okay. Well, let's let's save what your plan is for (laughs) later in the episode when we talk about toughest. And that way it'll give people, not that if you're listening now, you're probably going to listen all the way through. But (laughs) so that's something to keep listening for when we get to the part where we're talking about what we plan to hit. That might give you a good idea. But this is the catch. So this is the catch because because. People, I don't know how their tracking system is going to be. It's kind of unfair if you like track us and then like submit <laughs> your yes, answer after 
after like Sunday. So right. it has to be in by like midnight on Saturday. No, I'd say before the race starts. Before okay, so before eight PM Central Time on Saturday. Yeah. And okay. any message you send, you know, has timestamp yeah. on it. So Right. So before eight PM Central Times on Saturday. On Saturday. The twenty first yes. of September. And it's Monday now. So that gives roughly people like a little less than a week. Yeah, and who and, and those <laughs> Maybe like you know, five ish days. <laughs> for those who uh hopefully I get it up soon enough that people have time. But that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. We can make a post on Facebook before we release the episode. Yeah, I can do that. There we go. <laughs> cool. Or somewhere. Make a post somewhere. All right. No, get right. places. Will, cool. have you raced since? Since Grid Games? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I have not. Uh, I've just been training and going to different gyms, seeking out different trails and such. So, yeah, I think that was that was my last race was Grid Games. Okay. So not 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 much uh, personal, personal stuff to talk about. Yeah. But I think we've probably said enough that we can <laughs> jump into the topics here. Right. Uh, I have the OCR World Cup in Russia 2020 on the list, and I don't know why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you know why I put that on there? <laughs> I wish I knew how to read names, but sadly, I don't have that skill. It, it well, it kind of ties in with the next topic, which is USA obstacle course. Yeah, the little screenshot that I put in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, the, the yeah, World I just Cup, like... hang on, before you go into that, the World okay. Cup, there is, I don't know where these all fit together. You know, they've got this USA OCR and then yeah. there's the World OCR Federation and it's all this stuff that just, we don't know how legit any of this stuff is. And the videos behind some of the, like, if you go to the World OCR Federation Facebook page, the video show, apparently they had some race. Oh, they, I'm sorry. They had a Ninja OCR World Championships, which is interesting because you say Ninja, you think like American Ninja Warrior, right? Yeah. And I just said, right, like Mac B. Davis. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Matt, I, I've told Matt he's got to stop doing that because it's like after every sentence. But somebody did point out that we can utilize that on the next April Fool's, April Fool's podcast. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, th it's like. I mean, I guess they're racing, but it looks like, I mean, it just looks like American Ninja Warrior stuff. So where does that fit with OCR, you know? Yeah, that's what I was going to say is I don't understand where all this marketing, because it's like they're they're marketing to the right crowds, the OCR racers and everything. But like it, it doesn't seem like it's any kind of any more organized than they're trying to make it seem, you know, they're trying to make it, you know, all these all these world federation of OCR and like trying to make it legit, make it like a legit sport, but it, it almost makes it seem more, more compartmentalized, just everything like here and there. And here's USA OCR and here's world cup in Russia. And here, you know, just weird, I don't know, weird groups of like races popping up all over the place claiming to be, um, you know, OCR world cup or <laughs> USA OCR national championships, you know, like, it just it just seems like another race, which is just another race. You can just call it that. <laughs> yeah, and apparently they had their race, right? The USA OCR. 
No, it's coming up on October 27th. That's okay. another well, thing that the- I was going to say was that it's like I'm seeing I'm finally seeing ads for it. But it, here it's like two months before the race. Like if I'm going right. to want to race in the USA OCR National Championships, I'm going to want to know about it a year ahead of time. Well, where least, did those pictures you know? come from that they posted? I think they came from. Um, so it's being held at the Black Diamond Obstacle Course. Uh, and I'm thinking it came from some of their races because yeah. Uh, Very I think, pixelated yeah. pictures. <laughs> right. High quality. Two, two ropes at a, like, two rope climb, like, two single yeah. ropes. Like, yeah. there's. And I mean, they have, like, a floating Z-wall, which is yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, they got some And, like, some monkey bars, stuff, but, I mean. But it just doesn't look like it would hold what you would think would be a national championships. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Not enough room for, you know, several competitors to go right. at one time, at least. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the pictures of their monkey bars, I mean, maybe two people could go across that <laughs> at a time. Maybe, although the way this guy is swimming, swinging, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Josh and Matt was actually talking about where, they were talking about where does where does mud fit into obstacle racing? You know, mm-hmm. is do, do you need mud for it to be OCR? Yeah. And I think I, I like kind of, in a similar sense, thinking about um, Ninja, does mm-hmm. Ninja, is Ninja OCR? Is that something completely different? Do they, are they kind of, I mean, they're kind of tied together in a way. Definitely. But to me, it seems like OCR includes, even though the running doesn't, the R doesn't stand for running, it includes running. Right. And Ninja doesn't include running unless you're running up to an obstacle. But when you don't have distance between each obstacle, yeah. as such as the, the Russian the world OCR ninja world, whatever that thing was like that. Don't even put the word OCR, the acronym OCR in there. It's right. I mean, technically it is an obstacle course race, I guess, but I don't know. I guess we, we've taken a hold of what o- the, the letters OCR and, you know, keep, keep ninja, call it ninja. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not the person who should be deciding this. That's for sure. But <laughs> silly. Too much. Too much stuff out there. Let's just keep having fun. Semantics. <laughs> well, uh, let's uh, keep on with the mix and muddled stuff. Talking about CrossFit and the CrossFit games. All that happened with Hunter. Uh, and now Hunter and some of his CrossFit buddies are going to go to Tahoe and have a race there where they're going <laughs> to race the Beast at Tahoe. And then later that evening, race, uh, do a CrossFit style workout as like a competition between three OCR athletes and three CrossFit athletes. See who So they're doing their own little challenge that they threw down. Yeah. So that should be pretty interesting too. Who's covering that? Someone should be covering that. Well, yeah. And that's what uh, Matt talked about that a good bit saying that you would expect Spartan to at some point. They should, but if they don't, then Matt will be there and he'll step in and check it out. So live feed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we can expect him to cover it in some form or fashion. That'll be interesting, though. CrossFitters running 13-ish miles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. With obstacles. Yeah, it'll be... I mean, these are top-tier guys, so... Right. It, it right. really will be interesting to see how they do. Right. Their endurance training is definitely a lot different than, like, a an OCR athlete's endurance training. For sure. So it'll be interesting to see if that translates in any way or vice versa. Yeah, and these notes are a little old, but the reason I brought up CrossFit was 
not that I even put the whole thing about Hunter on our notes, but it really I had a thing about the CrossFit Games and how it the cuts made it to where it really is. It, it uh, is not an inclusive sport. Yeah, it really and it doesn't really even represent itself like it, it, the games represent a thing, but not really CrossFit. Right. And but it, it but they did, even though it doesn't represent itself, they still made it to where they only want CrossFitters in it. And that's that's the funny part about it. And I don't want to get all into that. I just since it was in the notes, I just want to say again, I think CrossFit's stupid and not, <laughs> uh, not the CrossFit itself. The the games are stupid. <laughs> CrossFit but. games. <laughs> <laughs> Arna, uh, Matt interviewed Arnim Arnim Hammer, the, the guy mm-hmm. that's like uh, the, you know, the, the CrossFit reporter. And it's cool to hear people who are actually in it and intelligent and their take on it all. Yeah, because I think he definitely has some inside information that it kind of sheds a new light on kind of what's going on. Because, you know, we have our own stuff going on with our sport. And then apparently, you know, they're not immune to that. So they've got their own issues going on with their side, too. And it's just a whole it's just interesting to see like how these both of these sports are young sports and like how they're kind of evolving and I don't know, coming into their own, I guess. And, and even more how one per the whim of one person can drastically change the direction of things. Right. You know, we think think of Joe DeSena here and yeah. Greg Glassman or who was it that not uh, Greg Glassman. Dave Castro. Yeah. Get Dave Castro that over there on there did side. all the workouts and the the what do you call it? The when they make up a when they make up a workout, what do they call that? A wad. No, no, not the not the, work. the workout itself. <laughs> not the workout itself. I don't know. The like the creation of the workouts. There's a word for that. I don't know. You're asking know somebody who does not do CrossFit. <laughs> I thought you just, were you did it online. Just CrossFit style <laughs> CrossFit style workouts. <laughs> you did online CrossFit, didn't you? <laughs> I'm not that in depth in into it. I just like yeah. to throw weights around every once in a while. <laughs> you do online CrossFit and yeah. you also, do you also buy your medals online too? <laughs> all my medals, all of them. <laughs> that that conversation came up, oh, oh, yeah, I guess it's been a while now, uh, but it came up about people buying and selling medals online. That's been happening for a long time though. It, it has. For a while. And it really, like... Thinking about it from both perspectives, it really kind of made me think, should I sell some online? Like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they do just go in a box. And at some point, I mean, I can't keep them forever. Yeah. That's exactly where my medals are right now until we can get our house built. <laughs> They're all in, in a box in storage right now, except for the shields and the swords and machetes. But, you know, those are kind of cool <laughs> to just keep around. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I do think it's an important to recognize because this conversation people can get upset about the people that sell or buy but people can have their reasons like for selling wise i I think it's very definitely plausible to say i'm selling my medals to make money for other races yeah now the people buying them why are they buying them right maybe they're buying them to give to their kid or i don't know uh i can't think of as many good reasons for buying them I mean, I've heard of people, you know, donating them, you know, for, you know, causes that they're raising money for or causes that they might run for. And that makes way more sense to me than, you know, like selling them. But, you know, to each their own, I guess. 
there's a buck to be made everywhere, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I, Which everyone's going to have their opinion of it. And I mean, but to be honest, it's just, it's been going on for a while. I remember whenever I first got into OCR, you know, four or five years ago, I remember seeing Spartan medals on eBay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I think the most important thing is just don't, don't jump to conclusions about, yeah. about people that are doing that. The only other situation I could see would be like if I did an ultra from way back whenever they were still, are they still doing belt buckles? They're my, they're still, they, they are. did them last they year, are. right? Or they're doing them this yeah. year. I don't know. But we like if worried, you, people were worried they were going to get rid of them, but they did. Right. So like if I did, let's say I did like Killington or something and something happened to my belt buckle and I'm like, man, now I don't have anything to show Oh, to for. get a replacement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's true. I don't know. I mean, that to me, that's the only reason why I could see somebody selling or buying a metal online. But, you know, who knows? Yeah. And that doesn't mean that there aren't other reasons. Yeah. Some good reasons, some bad reasons. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. How about Spartan and all their goings-ons? Elite qualifications happening? Yeah. Coming, coming soon this next year? I have not gone through those to be honest because i'm not running spartan this year <laughs> but apparently if i want to run age group next year i have to qualify is that my understanding no, no. is my understanding it, or is this just for elite because i i thought it was for elite and age group not for age group as far as i've seen okay this is something that i haven't seen uh, or read enough on i know that matt talked to matt talked to dave watts uh watson Dave Watson yeah. uh, had a whole conversation about it and no shoot. Was it somebody else? God dang it. Who was it that had him on? Pretty sure he talked to David Watson because I remember that popping up after, after them coming out. I feel like somebody else got to him before they, he did though. Like maybe like Lincoln Durance, I think. Let me double check. Possibly. Who was it? Who, who interviewed him? Oh, uh, maybe, maybe obstacle dominator. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, Correction for whatever the heck I just said. Episode 22 of Obstacle Dominator, they talked to David Watson, and that's where they discussed a lot of that stuff. And I know some more details come out about that. The The whole thing popped up in the first place because when they were selling, when they announced the sale of the season pass, this, the they weren't they weren't selling the elite season pass. You had to get a code to be able to, to actually purchase it. So no more jumping in the elite wave just to get an early start time. Yeah. And so what I've what David Watson was talking about was saying that, yes, there is going to be a qualification and it, it exact details. I don't know if they've come out yet, but what he is saying is that it'll at least be like you've got to have a couple of age group wins or, or podiums or something like that. And then there's more to it, I believe. Like there'll be people that have already qualified, you know, through whatever means, and they'll go ahead and and, and acknowledge that, and you know, try to make it as easy as possible on the um, on the athletes. So yeah, I, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Like I could see if I actually somehow quali- made that qualification, jumping into uh, elite after that. I, I seriously doubt I would, but if I did, it'd be like, oh, that's awesome. I want to run Elite now because I've earned right. it. Right. I really thought there was like an age group qualification, though, too. Or maybe you have to qualify in your age group to step up to Elite. Pretty sure that maybe was that's one what, of the ways I think that's what I was reading. That's probably where I got confused. Hmm. Let's move on to Savage. 
and just mention the fact that they are no longer going to be doing Sundays. So they so did no more Sundays. Sunday yeah, they, they did Sundays for what most of this year, uh, if not the whole year. I don't quite remember, but they did a lot for for. They tried it out. They did it for a while now. It must not have been working for them. Must not have been getting high enough attendance. So they're scratching it for next year. I do like that they have the shorter course option though. Yes, so they are keeping the Blitz, but they're just going to incorporate it into the Saturday. So you'll be able to choose if you do Pro or Blitz, or not Pro. You'll do the regular they call it anything? I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> like there's not a name for it, like Classic or Standard or... No, I don't... I don't. Yeah, just there. Savage Race and Savage Blitz. Yeah, which I'm hoping that the only issue I could see there is, you know, for the Pro... Pro waves if they do um, like really clear markings for which <laughs> way the blitz is going to split off and which way the standard course keeps on going because <laughs> yeah, you know that's always an issue. <laughs> yeah, right. And I haven't heard any details of are is are they going to go off at the same time? Like, will the pro wave always be the same? You know, same heat, but different. Right. Uh, everybody will just go their own way. I guess. Yeah. I mean, to me, it makes sense to do the pro blitz first and then the pro. I don't know. Maybe not. Are they even going to have a pro wave for the blitz? Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. But good luck to them. I mean, they, they do a great job of adjusting and keeping their business going. So, yeah. Keep it up. Did you see, you know, we were talking about American Ninja Warrior and Ninja type stuff earlier. I saw yeah. a clip from American Ninja Warrior recently where they had to go underwater and they had these different little doors under the water so you yeah. had to get the door open and then go through it yeah that and i don't know if it was on american ninja warrior that they had maybe something similar to that a couple of years back or a few years back um or maybe it was on just another show completely but um yeah i i think that's pretty much the first um obstacle that i've seen on that show that incorporates the water where you're supposed to go in the water yeah <laughs> you know um yeah and i'm kind of wondering like how heavy those doors are and uh how difficult it is to turn that wheel because they have one that you have to lift up one that you have to turn a wheel to open the door and then there's another one where i think it's just you just slide it to slide the side it. i think yeah yeah, can you imagine the first time somebody gets stuck in that? Right. Like, I, I mean, that's definitely like a mental thing because if you're, yeah. if you're scared of going underwater in the first place and getting trapped <laughs> underwater, that's like, you know, you don't want to get stuck in the door. <laughs> yeah. <Eesh. laughs> but I do seem to remember, like, and I, and I, forgive me if I'm wrong because I, I really can't remember if it was American Ninja Warrior or if it was another show, but there was another. Um, similar thing like that where like each door, but you just had to lift up the door. So like each door was a different weight. Like the first door was pretty easy. Then the second door was a little heavier. And then the third door was a little heavier. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That could be from either, but I yeah. can see that being on a lot of different shows. <laughs> right. Something similar. Yeah. There's been so many now. I just can't keep them all <laughs> straight in my mind. <laughs> so we got several things in Tough Mudder to talk about, but we'll save the... Again, we'll save toughest for last, since that's coming up this weekend. First off, Tough Mudder had a an obstacle design contest, as they seem to have had pretty much every year for a while now. And the winner came out. I didn't. 
I didn't get a chance to see all of the contestants, but the winner came out and it was like tires that you squeeze through. Yeah. Like a row of tires on the bottom and a row above, and then you just go in between them. Mm -hmm. So the bottom tires are going to spin, and then the top tires you'll be able to lift up a little bit to get through. Mm -hmm. But man, that does not look like anything new or interesting. Like, first off, even (laughs) if it was brand new, it doesn't look that exciting. Right. (laughs) Secondly... I'm I'm almost positive that's been done in another race somewhere else. Well, and I've seen like the 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 rows of tires that you have to jump over and it gets kind of yeah. it gets pretty difficult because they're up not super high but considerably high to where you have to at least jump be able to jump up on top and get over. Um but yeah, it just it just seems really inexpensive to build. <laughs> I think that's maybe why they liked that design. <laughs> you know, like, like that's, I think whenever I read that, um, that email, whenever they mentioned something about like these seemingly inexpensive and simple materials and I'm like, Oh, so they're really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's actually the exact same concept of, what is it squeeze play maybe from savage race one of those where yeah they, they use barrels instead of tires but right it's the same thing yeah you, you go between them yeah um yeah well doesn't do much for me no the only thing i thought about it was the image the picture that somebody drew of it you know a mm-hmm. lot of times people submit for these contests and it's a very very crude like paint drawings right. or hand Stick drawings figures. <laughs> yeah now this was a a fine sketch i'll give it that the sketch was nice like Somebody looked like they took art class, you know? Yeah. Took but, time. <laughs> but that's about it. The, uh, <laughs> so kudos I on could, the drawing. <laughs> I didn't, I could care less if I see that obstacle. It didn't excite me. Yeah. It wasn't like super, ex- anything super exciting, but I mean, hey, he won the contest and what, what did, what did he win when, when he wins I, like a free pass or something like that next year? Maybe. I'll have to go something back and like look that. at the other contestants because maybe there just weren't any other, any good ones. And I wanted to submit the one I had put before with the spinny thing. Um, but I didn't. And maybe I would have won. If See? It See? You just never it. know. Yep. Same I've had you year, a free pass for Tough Mudder this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, World's Toughest Rules came out as well as Toughest Rules. And, and honestly, they're not that much different. I'd say the biggest differences in world's toughest and toughest is some of the prizes that you win. Like, you know, the first place is going to win a a 2020 Holy, Holy grail pass instead of just a, a toughest pass, but they've actually got age groups as well. And the age groups aren't wacko this time like they were last year. So that's nice. Winners for age group get a, a toughest pass, which is cool. I think really the only difference really in the rules is that while Toughest has been doing these, you get a, at so many miles, you get a band and then you can trade that band to skip an obstacle. They'll have that at Worlds, but they'll also have golden carabiners as we've seen previously in Worlds, but those aren't at Toughest. That, that's really about the only difference that I can see. Yeah, not too a, much, not too much of a difference. But I, I do like the idea that the 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 banners are back. The what? The I don't think they're going to be gold. I don't think they're going to be gold. Oh, the bands. Yeah, the bands and the carabiners. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're probably going to be like a different color because I know a lot of people like save them as souvenirs for after the race, <laughs> not necessarily to like get 
pass an obstacle or anything like that. Although I did use mine last yeah. year at Worlds, but um, <laughs> and I, I'm I'm kind of like, man, I wish I had kept it just just you know just to keep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, at Worlds you do have an extra hour and a half after the start line closes at at noon to finish. Whereas with Toughest, you have to finish this year by 8 a.m. Yeah, it's a Whereas hard Whereas last year you had an extra, yeah, you had an extra 30 minutes. But here, start line closes at, Toughest start line closes at 7.15. And 7.30, the, 7.15? I think it's 7.15. And the race as a whole is over at 8 o'clock. So if you're not back yeah. by 8, then you're done. Which makes it even tough, because tougher, because we had Toughest. It makes it toughest, because we had... <laughs> 30 extra minutes last year in yeah. an eight-hour race. Yeah, so you have to be starting your last lap by 7.15, basically. Yeah. And then that last lap has to be completed by 8 a.m. to get credit for it. Uh, nighttime rules for Worlds is 6 to 6, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. That's pretty normal. I actually got myself a new headlamp that it's a, a thousand lumens. And I've, I've tested it out already out on some more early morning runs, and it is way better. I, I've been using those Black Diamond, uh, like 300 lumen headlamps, and they're great. But I just, I don't know. I feel like I, they end up giving me tunnel vision while I'm out on a trail at night. Like, it's not quite enough if the moon is out. It makes it to where it's just enough light that I, that the my headlamp messes me up. Yeah. And it's not bright enough to really take over. So you know what I'm I've been kind of about curious about one. is that... The, the waste lights, if anybody's ever used like the waste lights during Toughest mm -hmm. or Whirls, because those, I've, I've seen a lot of really good reviews from like trail runners with those. And I have one that I tested out for some company. I don't even know if they're in existence anymore, but, um, they had sent me one that's like a, a waste lamp that's rechargeable and he even comes with a pocket and everything. And like you could adjust the light, the brightness, I guess. And um, yeah, so that was kind of nice running with that. Well, it I've always just cool. wondered, how many, yeah. How many lumens are they? Um, I think just as many as, uh, if not more, than one of my headlamps. Um, I know mm -hmm. the Ultra Aspire ones; those have, I think, those are like maybe upwards of six hundred lumens on the mm. waist on the waist lamps. So I wonder. I'm really kind of curious if anybody has ever used those because i've always wondered how those would do in an ocr like worlds or well, how's, toughest are they waterproof or at That's, least water resistant i know the ultra aspire ones i think that they're waterproof up to a point i haven't like dug too far into them just because they look really cool <laughs> and i know <laughs> i know um a lot of um, my trail running friends have, have used the ultra aspire ones with, um, a lot of success, but that's just during trail runs. So it's not yeah. like jumping in and out of water. Um, yeah. so yeah, I know the one that I have that that company sent me didn't, it, it wasn't waterproof. I mean, it's rechargeable, yeah. which is really nice, but I wouldn't want to bring that underwater. <laughs> I wouldn't want to submerge it. Right. And, and, uh, the black diamond headlamps, they work great in water, but, I found that after a couple of laps, especially when it started to get cold, mine was, they were dying before I finished a lap. Now, granted, towards the end of the night, I was uh, walking from feeling bad, but mm -hmm. uh, they weren't making it all the way through the lap without looking pretty dim. So these that I got, the battery will probably only last a lap, 
with it on high. Mm-hmm. You know, it's putting out a, a lot of extra juice, but they are rechargeable batteries and, and they, hmm. they are almost, they're kind of like a slightly bigger double A. Like they look like a double A, but even bigger. Huh. And, and I've got, I got, I got the headlamp and I got a, like a set of, uh, extra batteries with a charger. So I'll have them all, re- all charged up and ready to go, but I'm thinking that I'm probably going to end up switching out a battery every lap yeah. so that they, they make it all the way through. Unless my laps are quick and I can get, uh, you know, through two laps in three hours, then one, one might make it all the way through from two laps. But anyway, I thought that was really interesting. Those, those batteries are unique. I've never seen them anywhere else before. It'll be interesting to see how they do at Toughest this weekend. Yep, that's what I'll be using. <laughs> Speaking of which, I need to get some. Uh, it, it does. It like kind of snaps onto the mount uh-huh. on the headband, so I have to get some, um, some zip ties, zip ties, and zip tie that sucker down so that it <laughs> so you don't off. lose it. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. One of the coolest things about tough world's toughest that we're going to see this year is the Friday night hot lap. So everybody. Anybody that wants to run the course the night before will get to do so. And they probably won't have every single thing open. Like I'm sure the stacks won't be open if it's there again, but it's going to be open to anybody, whether it's you're a pit crew member or general public as well. So they're really opening up worlds to be a more of a party because you can now, you don't have to be pit crew to get in and come spectate. So yeah. anybody can can buy a ticket to get in, which is really yeah. neat. So hopefully we'll see uh, some pretty cool crowds and people just hanging out, having fun. You yeah. Know, like we keep trying to tell Scott Fane Knowles, you need to come out there because <laughs> it's not that far from him. And right. turns out he is. He's going to come nice. and I think run the hot lap and then pit for somebody. Sweet. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. I'm really excited about that just because, you know, you especially like if you have friends that you bring with you. um, to help pit crew for you. And then, you know, they're all looking at the course and they're like, man, I wish I could go out on course (laughs) and and try out some stuff, you know, like just, you know, maybe they don't want to do 24 hours. They just want to, you know, check out the course. Right. And I, I'm pretty sure April isn't interested, but I think like Mark and Caitlin really want to do it. So that's awesome. I'm I'm actually looking forward to going out on course and spectating them. So like right. catching them at a certain <laughs> point to get out there and see the course a little bit ourselves, but yeah. also be on the other side of it. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Kind of like an open house, but we can you have like free reign on all the on all on the whole course <laughs> except for yeah, you kinda. know whatever the stacks might be. Yeah. Well, let's talk about toughest. This will be the thing to wrap this episode up with toughest is coming up this weekend and you know as we said for the competition or the giveaway you have to guess what our you have to submit a guess through some sort of message to us what do you think that will get combined between the two of us mileage wise mileage wise or 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 laps oh well either or either or right official official miles official miles Official tough motor miles. So you can say like each of us combined will get 14 laps or something. And then if you guess the equivalent of what's that? Five miles, 70 miles. (laughs) 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 So if you guess like 70 miles, that's, that's it. Which is what we hope for, right? Right. Because (laughs) contender status. Yeah. Males have to get 40 miles. Yeah. Females have to get 30 miles. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was I was thinking 35 in my head. Oh, is it 35? I don't know, but even better. 
crap. No, no. Let's double check. I don't want to mislead people. This is important. Yeah. I was thinking it was 35 for females. Because I think it was 30 last year. Was it? No, it it was 30 for guys last year. And and 25 for girls last year? Yeah. Contender status. Ah, you were right. Sorry. 35? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So 35 for females and 40 for males. This is going to be tough. This is going to be really tough. I'm honestly kind of, I don't know if I'll be able to do it, to be honest. Really? Well, last year I got 30 in, you know, just a little over eight hours. Right. So. So that's an extra. Add 10, you know. Two laps? Add, what are we we talking about here? Four, another (laughs) four hours. Uh Uh-huh. So if I'm still running, then yes, there's no reason why I should be taking two hours to, to finish a lap. Like right. maybe it'll be getting kind of closer to that. Yeah. But it shouldn't be uh, more than that as long as I'm still running. And that's the key. Yeah. If if I get too tired and I feel like I can't handle it and I start walking, that's that's I don't see it being possible. But if I can keep myself moving at a jogging pace, then then I, I think I can do it because really it's it's what I did last year. Just let the time continue. Now, I was pretty wiped at the end of it last year. So mm-hmm. that's the thing is just to continue on. From there, um, I don't know. We'll see. But I don't remember. I think at Worlds, maybe I, I can't remember what time it was when I got finished with with forty at Worlds. But yeah, I. So that's my that's my goal. My goal is forty. Can't promise I'm going to hit it. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't. I I can't say I've been feeling super strong lately. I mean, like trying to run. You know, 15 miles, I can do it, but uh, to do it at a fast pace has not been so good. So my my goal, my plan is to just start out at the slow slow pace that I know I'm supposed to be going instead of trying to do a, a good pace and then slowly eat into it. Yeah. But yeah. It's it always from the beginning. Yeah. It's always hard whenever you like front load all your laps <laughs> yeah. and think that you have a good cushion because then you you kind of underestimate, I think how wiped you are at the end of right how how much it yeah how much it eats into your energy reserves for for later right Um, so that's my plan is to not do that right i don't have a nine minute pace for 40 miles i don't i I can't (laughs) pretend like i do (laughs) just gotta accept that and (laughs) and do it properly Yeah, I'm thinking of like the 100K that I did earlier this year, <laughs> and that took me like a little over, what, a little over 13 hours, 62 miles. But that's just like strictly running, so <laughs> it's not yeah. like you know. Granted, there were hills, but that's not like doing obstacles and other things. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. One thing I I've always wanted to do in the past, and I really plan on doing it this time, is actually having you know, kind of like a pace calculator, like. Here's my plan to finish 40 miles by 8 o'clock, 8 a.m. Here's my plan where I need to be at and with the proper pace the whole time. Yeah. And so I've got that and want to, uh, you know, give that to April. She's going to come pit for me nice. and have her uh, mark it down so that we can actually see if I'm on the appropriate pace. Oh, nice. So if I am going too fast and it's like, hey, slow down a little bit. Yeah. There's just like that one weird lap in the middle of the night though that like you just get that second wind and yeah <laughs> and just everything's feeling good and your body's just like what's going on and your body's your it's like your brain hasn't caught up to the rest of your body yet 
But yeah, if you can keep that through the end, then yeah, you get, but that's the that's hard too. Yeah, that is that is. I I'm I'm just gonna plan on just keeping on keeping on until I fall <laughs> over. <laughs> right now, here's another problem. The race is at the same place it was last at that Tough Mudder was last year, Middle Othean at this uh, motocross park. Uh-huh. Now, last year it rained like crazy, and that place that is so freaking muddy that it just became a sloppy mess. Ugh. And the rain that we're going to have before, it may be dry enough right now that the ground will just soak it up and it won't bother us. That's the hope. Another positive is that looking at the map is that it doesn't look like it stays on the motocross course a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it will go through the woods more so. I'm hoping that that will keep us off of the really chunky mud that the motocross park is typically made up of. Yeah, they're like the really sloppy stuff. Because that's just yeah. like energy suck right there. <laughs> I know. Like, if that's the case, there's no way I'm going to for you. There's no, no way. way. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking of like going through Mud Mile and <laughs> all that fun stuff. Speaking of which, Mud Mile is the very first option. Yeah. How about that? Get it out of the way. I'm all for that. Well, there's no, <laughs> there's no way we'll do that on the very first lap. You know, the first lap is right. usually more open. Right. And they might have an obstacle or two, but so you may having not... everybody run through that at first would be crazy yeah. and it would totally make a big back. Yeah. So you so. may not even do that on your second lap, just depending on what time you yeah, get done with that your would first be nice. lap. That would be super nice. <laughs> yeah. So again, don't go out too fast. Right. But... <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You... Uh, Mark's coming. Yay. He's going to run as well. He's running. Nice. Yeah. And he's going to have his own pit crew, which will be really neat for him to get to experience cool. that. My mom's pitting for me for the first time. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Is your daughter coming? No, she's not. She she wanted to, but then she said she remembers falling asleep at the eight hour one last year. And she's like, I don't think I can make it 12 hours. But no, it's, I'm going to be like real quick in and out of town. So like I, I get there like at midnight on Friday night. And then like my flight literally leaves at like 5 p.m. on Sunday. <laughs> so, so my mom was like, oh, I'll just go to your race with you and I'll help you out. And, you know, all this other stuff. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> because That's awesome, though. Yeah, she's like, because she came with me to Spartan, Alabama a couple years ago, whenever it was like the Dust Bowl. And she was after that, she was like, never again. <laughs> oh. and, I, and I felt so bad. But then um, she's like, I've never seen you run a multi-lap. I'm like, okay, if you say so, I'm just saying it starts at eight o'clock at night. So yeah, she's like, it'll be cool. No pressure. (laughs) I want you to do good. Well, Well, we can get our our pit spots next to each other, hopefully. And, you know, her and uh, April and and Mark's girlfriend, Sarah, can all hang out and enjoy it together. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I... You know, because because there is an actual pit area and not just a a table, uh, a tent, to, uh, a, a table to be on. I haven't even really started planning what to bring. Like, right. I, sh- I do need to bring a tent for April if she wants it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a chair and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I don't know what to bring. I, I can't. I'm planning on just packing as little as I can just so I don't have to check too much at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, since we are sharing pit spaces, we can bring multiple chairs yeah, and there stuff. You go. So, yeah. I still have y'all's chair that y'all gave me after Worlds. Oh, that's too bad you can't bring it. I know, right? <laughs> it could be like the pit crew chair. <laughs> yep. 
Save it for Ragnar. Right? Yeah. Ragnar 2020. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're doing that. Ragnar Trail. <laughs> yeah, so I just, just to reiterate, I'm a little nervous about this weekend, but I'm, I'm still excited. As am I, yeah. <laughs> just because I know with like moving and everything and it's thrown like super kink in my training. But yeah, yeah. that's why I'm... And the temperature. Yeah, that's that's why I'm not like... I have expectations, but I'm trying not to let them freak me out too much. I'm just going to be like, I'm yeah. just going to go until I don't feel like going anymore. <laughs> and if it doesn't happen, yeah. then, you know, that's that's okay as yeah. well. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. <clears throat> Getting the back of the world's toughest start line with all the other <laughs> right non-contenders. <laughs> all right. Well, awesome. that's uh, that's all I had on my my list. You got anything else? I don't have anything else. Nope. Um, we've got. Uh, looks like we've got just over an hour fifty. It's probably about an over an over an hour. Nice. Right at an hour uh, of this recording. Nice. That's it from me. Oh, I am doing another twelve hour event just to throw it out there because it's apparently oh. something that Colorado Obstacle Racers puts on. Um, it's nice. going to be down in Colorado Springs. And it's either you can compete as either as an individual or as a team. So I'm going to be on a team with some pretty awesome, badass ladies. Sweet. <laughs> and <When's that>? it's <laughs> October 12th. <laughs> so like in a month, less than a month, right before I go down to San Antonio and run Ragnar. <laughs> oh, well, that's all right. That's that's plenty of time to do both of those yeah. and still recover for yeah. Worlds. Yeah, it will be. Good training for me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so if anybody's on the Colorado Obstacle Racers page, they should check out the event and sign up because it's only $25 a person to sign up. So yeah. Cool. Right on. Um, I actually have been, I don't know the name of the race, but there's a race that is a, uh, a, a loop, like a 4.1 mile loop, and you go until you can't, but you go every hour. So if you make it back, you've got some rest time. And then once the hour hits, you run again and then you keep going until you stop. And then the last person to, you know, be standing or finish their lap uh, is the winner. They had that sounds pretty cool for next year. That's cool. They had a race similar to that in Shreveport last year. I can't remember the name of it. This is going to be, I think, down kind of in between Austin and Houston. Cool. Nice and hot. I think like early next year though. Like oh, okay. Kind of winter. Okay. So yeah. So yeah, not too, <laughs> not too <laughs> appropriate not time to appropriate weather Texas. whenever it's cool for like a week and then it gets super hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, we have obviously we've got a big race this weekend and uh we'll we'll record to talk about it afterwards. So we might actually have two 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 uh episodes in a row ish. So look forward to that. Bonus. But that's it. Cool. I got nothing else. I got nothing else. That's all I got. Cool. Follow the and talk. Be cool. Go run other fun scenes. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye. All right. Bye, y'all.
Declan, you want to say hello? No. Bye.